Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. And if you're listening to this podcast right now on a podcast streaming platform, I just want you to know that this episode is actually uploaded on YouTube. You can watch this episode on YouTube. So if you'd like to do that, please head over to YouTube, type in Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. You can type in the episode number or the episode title and the episode will pop up. Please, please, please do us a favor, regardless of if you're going to watch the episode on YouTube or not, subscribe to our channel, Express Yourself Black Man. That is where the platform is moving. Right now, we are heavily based on Instagram. And while that is dope, Instagram does not pay us for the content that we post. So that means we spend hours making content, which helps you guys, but doesn't really help us to build a platform outside of building new followers. And while that's great, it's not enough. So please head over to YouTube. That way, it's a win-win for both of us. You guys get extra free content, and we get paid for the content that we post, while also having the opportunity to have a larger impact and a larger reach to the black community. So if you rock with us, if you support us, if you're interested in helping us further the platform, please take some time out of your day to subscribe to us on YouTube. Express yourself, black man. I'll give y'all a couple seconds to do that before the episode actually starts. Regardless of what you decide to do, I appreciate you for listening. Hey, Cece, how are you? Hi, Kobe. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm good. I'm glad to connect with you and have you on here. I'm glad to be doing this with you, for sure. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you, man. I'm glad, too. No problem. So, yeah, so I guess we can hop right into it. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so I've been going through your page, and I like the stuff that you post. I like the stuff that you talk about. So I just felt like it made a lot of sense for us to get on live and kind of just have a, a candid conversation about dating and relationships and stuff because I feel like I get on live and I do a lot of con I have a lot of conversations with men, but mm -hmm. I, I don't have enough conversations with women. And I also feel like it's important for us to get the other perspective on like how you guys deal with stuff and like what you guys find appealing, what you guys don't find appealing and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so like, I have a lot of men that will sometimes DM me and they'll say, well, shouldn't this space be only for men to express themselves and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what sense does that make if we live in a society with women? Right. And on top of the fact that if it's only men expressing themselves in the space, we're only getting one perspective on what we're going through which is not the most helpful right like we need to have diverse perspective we need to have diverse conversations so i just feel like it'll be perfect to have you on um and just kind of just just have a candid conversation so yes i am I'm, I'm glad that you're here yeah sure thank you i appreciate you and it's crazy because so remember i told you that i was going to i asked you if it was okay to record the mm -hmm. episode for the podcast and in the intro that i did before i hopped on i that's literally what i said to my audience i was like you know we are always we talk a lot about relationships and I think it's a good idea that we have some men up in here to voice, you know what I mean? Like how right. they feel and what's going on. So excellent 
aligned, excellently aligned. Absolutely, absolutely. So I guess I guess. <laughs> so how did you get into like the space talking about relationships and stuff? I guess you can you can keep it as long as you want it, or you can you know keep it short. But I just wanted to know. I find it interesting because I feel like a lot of times people get into this space because they've been through something, right? And that experience in itself is relatable and it helps people a lot. So I don't know if you have a story as to why you got into it. So to make a long story really short, cause we don't got all freaking night. Right. Um, I've been writing for, since I was five years old. And when I was 13, I knew that I wanted to be an author. And along the way, somebody, a, a great author that I know <clears throat> told me to write the thing that you know the best. And throughout my life, I've always journaled. So I've kept, I literally have been documenting my life without me even realizing it. And so journaling was really, really healing and therapeutic for me. And it's how I overcame a lot and still continue to overcome a lot of challenges, obstacles in my life. So when I went through my first real, real heartbreak where I was on the floor, you know, all that, I wrote about it. And when I started Instagram, that was the first book that I published because I was like, yo, I know when I was going through my heartbreak, I was trying to find authors who spoke to my story, right? And who spoke like me, like, you know, relatable. And I'm not saying that they weren't out there, but I just didn't find them. And so I was like, I wanted it to be raw. I wanted it to be no sugarcoating. I wanted it to be, I wanted swearing. I wanted all the feelings. And so right. I put the book out myself. Right. No, yeah, and that, and that's one thing that I noticed too on your page. It's not like you're not trying to be uber professional. You're you're being yourself, and that's something that I've heard you say as well. Like, yeah, you are like authentic in who you are and you're raw in yourself, and I I love that too because it makes you a lot more relatable. And you're showing that no, you don't have to be perfect to be out here talking about relationships, to be out here talking about healing and all these different things. So yes, I. I 100% agree with that for sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. People get on Instagram and they see these personalities and these big pages, and then automatically they think you're a robot. Like, yes. Mhm. Mm I was talking to Amani. I know you. Love Amani. Yes, yeah. she's dope. She's dope, right? Love um, and I was talking to her, and we had these DMs back and forth, and she was talking to me about how, like, sometimes she'll get DMs from people, and they're just expecting her to write about a certain thing without realizing. Man. When, when, like, as a creator, when you're writing about a certain topic, you have to kind of, sometimes you have to get triggered. Sometimes you have to put yourself in that space. It's a lot of effort that goes into producing content that generates emotions and feelings in people because you have to be emotional, right? And there goes Amani. Amani said, hey. Um, hey, Amani. Yeah, so we were just talking about how sometimes people think, like, you're a vending machine. Like, she says that all the time. It's hilarious. People think you're a vending machine. They can put money in or they can ask you for something to come out. So yeah, definitely. I love the fact that you're raw and you're true and and and, and your your personality because I think that's what we need. And so yeah, I wanted to segue. So seeing as a platform is a lot of a lot of black men, right, and just a lot of men in general. What would be, I guess, your general advice to men when it comes to dating and relationships? What are some things that you would like men to know or carry with them as they go out into this into the space? I think one of the, the main things that I think men should, should know is to start asserting themselves in the realm of emotions and vulnerability and to take up space and to show up as their authentic self. I think that, and I was talking about this the other day where it's like, you know, a lot of men say that 
nobody gives them space when they talk about their feelings you know people dismiss it they don't listen their wants and needs are their emotional wants and needs are valid and i'm like correct they are but here's the thing about space no one gave it to us either we had to take it mm -hmm. right we had to like assert ourselves not aggressively some women do but assert ourselves and take up space in in spaces that were reserved for y'all right voting, getting a bank account, fucking, look, you know what I mean, right? So women had to assert themselves and it's the same thing needs to go for men. So when you're dating, just be honest, be open and allow people to make, allow women to make their choice whether you're for them or not, right? There's no need to, there's something really beautiful in vulnerability and I think that men need to know that and they need to hear it more often. Right, yeah, so you know, and that's what I try to say on the platform. I, I call it leading with vulnerability, right? And mm -hmm. so the, the reason why I say leading with vulnerability is because when you open up and you're vulnerable and you talk about what you're dealing with, what your struggles, all that kind of stuff, one thing that you do is, especially as a man, is you allow other men to understand that it's okay to be human. And then this goes back to my point with you being raw and authentic. Like, I love the fact that you do that because you show people like, yo, I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. Like, I am a human being behind this page. Like, it is okay for me to be that. And I think people oftentimes, like, lose sight of that, which is why it's so hard for us to be vulnerable and talk about the things that we've experienced because everybody wants to be perfect, especially on social media. We all want to throw up all of our highlights. We want to show all of the good things. But it's important for us to also highlight the things that have gone bad and talk about how we learned from them or talk about how they affected us because someone else may be going through that. So yeah, man, like I love the fact that you said being vulnerable because I know there's probably some guy that I was thinking, okay, what are the secrets? What are the secrets to attracting women? Right. And you're just like, ah, oh, no, just straight up be vulnerable, be your authentic self. And whoever you attract is going to be someone that you can actually spend time with. And you don't have to be, you don't have to feel fake. You don't have to, you don't have to change yourself for them. I love that. And ultimately, that's what we're looking for when we're looking for these relationships, when we're looking for a connection. We don't want to, at least for me personally, I don't want to get with someone and then I got to be this different person. Like, I got to switch up everything and I got to be on point all the time. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to be comfortable in my flaws, comfortable in my humanity, and comfortable sharing that with you and knowing that you can also um, hold that space for me for me to be vulnerable. So... Yes, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that. So to kind of segue as well, like, I oftentimes get the question, like, well, I get the comment, well, men will say, well, I've been vulnerable before, and... So what? Sorry. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. <laughs> so what? Do it again, man. <laughs> right. No, and you know, and I love the fact that you said that, because for me, like, I try to say that in, like... <laughs> I try to say that in like a kind way, but like you saying you, that I mean? Yeah, you, like they. No, I'm not saying that you're mean, but you know, right? So sometimes people are coming. They're coming with. They're coming to me with their trauma, right? So right. they're in the DMs. They're like, yeah, you know, I was in this relationship. I was vulnerable, and she kind of just ditched me. And you know, I never want to do that again. Women will always do that to you, and they use these absolutes, and they use that relationship as a reason to put up the wall for not talking about how they feel with any woman ever again, right? And so I guess you've already answered it, but I'm gonna ask the question anyway. What do you say to those men or those people? Because sometimes it's women as well, right? Like sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes women have that as well. Sometimes? 
Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm just trying to no. Let me tell you something. One thing that I realized when you have conversations, that's why I tell women, like, yo, have conversations with men. Like, li just have conversations with men because you'll realize that we're actually not that different Absolutely. on how we deal with things, right? Because women every day, all day, I talk to so many women a day and I have my clients or whatever. And the, the, the main thing is like, oh, that's it. I'm never, never doing this shit again. And it's like, yo. Come on, family. You're gonna live your the rest of your life just closed off because here's the thing, like and for men. So for the men right now, like here's the thing, like heal. You know, go fucking heal, yo. Because the girl who broke your heart in the tenth grade that you opened up to and were super vulnerable with is like she's moved on, man. And like here you are now self sabotaging yourself, and you don't ever get to experience another amazing thing again because you won't open yourself up it's a two-way street to experience a real healthy happy relationship to experience those feelings you guys both got to open up yo so i i kind of look at it as like instead of building walls because you build a wall so nothing can come so so nothing can come in nothing bad can come in but nothing good gets to come in either right so instead of building walls Get yourself a gated community where there's somebody working at the motherfucking front 24 hours. And when somebody pulls up, a woman pulls up, they're like, ah, let me check your ID. Let me check your credentials. Who are you here for? What you trying to do? Like get some, you know what I mean? And then if she checks out, cool, let her in, you know? And if she breaks your heart while you're, she's there, that's life, yo. We, right. we win some and we learn some. We don't right. lose shit, you know? We win. And then if something goes wrong, it's not for you. And what can you learn from that experience to do better in your next experience? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. You so perfectly. But like. So perfectly. Yeah. You know, so I, I think I get I get. It's kind of like and it's not to dismiss men. It's just like, OK, your heart got broken, man. And like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. there's beautiful things that are waiting for you. But y'all are, are. And the thing about it, and I was just saying to somebody. Actually, I was just saying this in a reading that I did. I was like, yo, you can't save people for later, you know? So you can't, you can't save a woman for later, man. You can't save a good woman. Let me say that. You can't save a good woman who, who is driven and is on her purpose for later. So heal for yourself so that you can move forward because you deserve love too. And you deserve to feel love and you deserve an authentic connection. And you can't get that if you refuse to be vulnerable. Right, right. And, and, and it always hurts me when I see that, like, or when I hear that that's somebody's experience, it's like, well, I can't be vulnerable anymore because this happened in the past. And I'm just like, man, you're missing out on so much. Like, yeah. I think love is such a beautiful thing. Like, Me too! Sorry. It's, right. It, <laughs> Same! <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing, especially when you understand, like, there are going to be some that you, like you said, learn from, yeah. right? Not lose that you have to learn from. It yeah. is okay. And this is one thing that I talk about a lot. I talk about getting cheated on a lot. And I know a lot of people, a lot of black men, or just a lot of people in general can relate to that. Like, I feel like almost everybody maybe has a cheating story or knows of someone that's been cheated on. But we don't talk about it where we, we like a lot of people don't talk about the outside effects of like what happens after you get cheated on the healing process and then going through like actually learning how to love again right and so i try to normalize that conversation like i was cheated on i was a guy that felt like all women are evil i'm never ever 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 talking to a woman again because they're just gonna cheat on me right and then i went to therapy 
and my therapist was a black woman. And she started sitting down with me. She's like, well, Kofi, don't you want to get into another relationship again? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she's like, so how are you going to get into another relationship when you feel like all women are evil? And I just sat there. We both sat there just looking at each other. And I was like, damn. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, huh? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I don't think we stop and really realize how much, like, our past trauma and, like, our negative learned behaviors, because you're going to learn somewhere or, or, or another, right? Regardless of what happens, you're going to learn something from the experience. And you can choose to make it negative, which is, I'm never going to open up again. Or you can choose to make it positive, which is, I'm going to feed this to, like what you said, my gatekeeper, who now knows to look for other forms of documentation or whatever the case may be, so that this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Because a lot of times when people, not all the time, right? But there are a lot of cases in which people get cheated on, but there are signals and signs before that. Like before I got cheated on, I didn't know she was cheating, but there were signs that I shouldn't have been in a relationship at all, right? right. Two right. red flags off rip that I just completely ignored. Mm -hmm. And the red flags were, she didn't want to get married, I wanted to get married. She there you go. Kids, I want to have kids. Mm -hmm. And I just kept telling myself, like, at some point in time, she's going to assimilate to my my way of thinking because I, that's just what I, I need to happen, right? And yeah. so I was in a relationship with, like, the potential of who she was rather than the actual person. And that is something that, again, if I had a proper gatekeeper or I had a proper process, that gets nipped in the bud right away. We don't even get to the cheating incident because you're not even getting inside the gate once we mm -hmm. realize like, we're not lining up on the simplest of things, which is a future. You don't want to get married and you don't want to have kids. Why are we even continuing this? Right. Right. Why are we even continuing this? And that is, that is also, so when I talk to women about this stuff, like it's also a form of respecting yourself, right? So you get with somebody and, you know, you're dating and whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, right away off rip, it's like, well, I like this and that and third and I want this that and the third and the person's like, I don't want that. All right, well, it was really nice to meet you. You're a great person. Take care, ta-ta. Because I respect myself enough. Like you have to respect yourself enough to know that like, yo, this is, this is not for me. But sometimes, you know, when we are trying to fill a certain void or trying to, it's like this toxic fantasy that we have, right? Like I can, like you said, I can make them see another side. And it's like, not bam, like that's, they came to us who they are. It's up to you to like, you know, right. go on about your business, so. Right. And, mm -hmm. and you know what it is? What it really reminds me of and what it was for me was growing up, I didn't really have a lot of, like, affection in the home and physical love. And so once I got to the age where I could approach women and have conversations, all I'm trying to do is get that physical love, get that affection, right? And so a lot of people don't even know that they're operating out of this yeah. mindset because they're operating out of a lack. Right, right. out of I'm not enough. I need to find someone that then compliments me. I need to be in a relationship. I need to receive that love from this person because I ha I like I've never actually gotten that. Like yeah. I've never actually gotten that. They need to receive it from somebody else. Like it's actually like a need. Like I I look at it as like kind of an addiction. So that's what makes makes a lot of people ignore the red flags because they're like, well, if I get out of a relationship. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do. Right, right. Because you have to you have to have a sense of self. And that's why when, you know, 
Let me just want to say this. There's certain people on the internet are mm -hmm. trying to push people into getting married, all this stuff super young. It's mm -hmm. like, yo, like, you don't even have a sense of self yet. Relax, man. Like, you mm -hmm. know, figure yourself out. And because we change a lot, especially in our 20s. Mm -hmm. We, like, we change. We grow. We're, our minds, we're being exposed to new things, new ideas. And we're, we're unlearning and relearning, right? And so it's important to have a, a, a strong sense of self because that is going to be your foundation. If you don't have a healthy, strong relationship with yourself, how the f can you go do that with somebody else? Right? right. Like, what are you going to do? If you don't know yourself, if you don't know yourself, that means you're not showing up as yourself. And if you're not showing up as yourself, you're not going to get with the right person because that right person is getting with a version of you. That's not real. Does that right. make sense? It's right. So like, mm. That shit is important. It's important to have that sense of self, you know? And right. something that you had said earlier when you said that you had gone to therapy, first of all, yes, love that for you. But the I wanted to say that the conversation, I, so, okay, more men need to talk to other men and have this conversation with men about healing, about therapy, about your feelings, about all this, because a lot of women, we, we speak to each other. You know, like we have platforms dedicated to each other and we're like, some women aren't, some women are using their platforms for other things. That's not my fucking business. But, right. you know, like for me, and I know, I know a lot of other, you know, women like me, we're like, sis, heal, sis, get in your healing bag, you know, mm -hmm. love yourself, break yourself open and let shit pour out so you can unlearn the shit that doesn't even belong to you. And then, re you know what I mean? Right. But when we say it to men, men are like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like no seriously guys we're like hey men we love you heal and we're like okay whatever <laughs> like they right. don't they're not hearing it from us because they're like all you guys do is talk 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 you just bump your gums you just run your lips but right. so when an, if it's different if another man is telling a man deal because i think that what so here everybody always talks about how women with who come from no daddies, right? We don't have any daddies. We don't have any fathers. We come from broken homes. But men come from those same broken homes too. Right. And so if women, as we grow older, those of us who didn't have any fathers or who had absent fathers or whatever, whatever the case may be, if women grow up looking for their father and every man that they meet, right, until they heal that part of themselves, what the fuck do you think men are doing? The same thing. They're looking for a father figure, which is why certain men at a certain age can sit on the internet looking nice and dapper and talk anything and men are like hanging on to their every word because they're also looking for their daddies right you know Ooh, hoo -hoo. So, no but i'm just saying these that's why this, these these conversations are important amongst men man like yo like it's okay to fuck please cry cry please cry just cry <laughs> like, just cry man let it out I don't care if you want to cry about something that is from when you were seven years old. Please cry because you've been carrying that shit this entire time, you know? Yeah. You are speaking facts. Like, you mentioned, you basically talked about father wounds. Mm hmm It goes up differently between men and women. And I, I think sometimes we think that just because it doesn't show up the way it shows up in women that, like, men don't have it. But we do have it. We have it like like you can even take it a little bit deeper than just people coming on social media and looking to like when I think about 
when I think about whoever, like whoever it is that you're describing, I always think about like Kevin Samuels, honestly. Mm. Like, that's the first person I think about. I think a lot of people can gravitate towards like a Kevin Samuels or like a guy on any kind of social media platform because we don't have that male like figure. A lot of men don't have that male figure. And on top of the fact that they don't have alternatives. Right. Like a lot of these guys don't have alternatives. And honestly, in my opinion, that's the that's like the lighter side of it. That's the lighter side of like the father wound. A lot of guys don't even make it to getting on social media and finding their like their father figure. A lot of guys right. don't get out of the neighborhood. Like they're in gangs, right? Right. So absolutely. Like, it plays out in so many different ways in our community. And like I love the fact that you talk about men need to have these conversations with each other because this is a lot of, like a lot of the conversations that I have with my bros, I just talk to them about I talk we talk about our feelings all the time. Because okay. people know, they know like, yo, if you're gonna talk to me, I'm running express yourself black man. I've been to therapy. I'm a big advocate for mental health. We're gonna we're gonna get into the feelings, man. Yeah. We're gonna have these candid conversations because it doesn't make sense for us not to have them. And you're just sitting around <clears throat> pretending like everything's okay and I'm supposed to be your bro. How are we bros if we can't sit down and have these conversations about what's bothering you, right? Absolutely. Like we have these conversations. I think it's about making it more normalized in a broader community. And that's what I try to do on the page is like, yo, listen, this is what happened with me. This is what yeah. worked for me. And also you should go to therapy, but here's some resources yeah. that will help you until you get to that point. Because yeah. we don't do that enough. And I was getting on social media and I was just like, yo, all I'm seeing is toxicity. Why are y'all sharing this stuff? This is not helping. But right? there's but people are sharing it because people are people. I'm trying to find the right word to say it. Please hold while I gather my thoughts. I'm trying to find the right word to say this, but people. I want to say misery loves misery, but the point is, is it's deeper than that. It's so many people are living in so much toxicity that that's what resonates with them, right? It's, that's what resonates with them. Right. So, so you have, for instance, a bunch of brokenhearted women who are, don't wanna hold themselves accountable, don't even know what accountability is, don't wanna see that they are participants in their heartbreaks, whether they like it or not, don't wanna hear that, you know, you acknowledging your role does not absolve the other person of theirs, don't wanna fucking hear that. And so they congregate under Men ain't shit. Men are trash. Yeah, yeah. All men are trash. Fuck that. Fuck that. Like they congregate under these these under these posts and these pages, right? And for men who are holding on to a heartbreak from in 1942, like you know what I mean? They congregate under posts that are, you know, these bitches and da 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 da, da and you need to fucking tell these women that you are the boss and da da da. And so you know, and so when somebody comes along with like, no, hey guys, love is amazing. They're like where where <laughs> where and you're just like right. I, don't, I don't know like where love it resides you know what I mean so this is this is why there's like this big disconnect and there's so much toxicity because it's the same thing when you watch what what gets attention you know these shows these hub, love and hip-hop basketball wise this that it's it's mere toxicity and we are constantly fed especially in the black community we're constantly fed these these unhealthy versions of the struggle of shit we're constantly fed that you know and then we're, we're constantly fed this this struggle love but then come here girl you know i fucking love you and this that and the third and this you know and it's just it's a mess so 
if that's all you're fed and that's all you see growing up and that's all you're around, where do you think you're going to congregate? Right. Right. Man. Man, that's why it's so important to have conversations with people that have different perspectives. Like, if I never go to therapy or if I never talk to women just in general, I would be that I would be one of those guys. Right. Right. I, right. And and the thing is too, you have to be open minded enough to understand that you don't have all the answers as well. Right. Like I'm constantly getting taught on the platform. There's yep. sometimes I put up a post or I'll make a comment and people be like, Yeah, I didn't really like the way I really I didn't really agree with this, or maybe you could have added this or that. And then I learned something new. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't try to I try to keep my ego out of it. Sometimes it's hard because I'm like, damn, man, like, I really felt that, right? And you, you kind of attach yourself to ideas or whatever, right? Sometimes it's hard, but it's important that we learn to let go of our ego and the way that we perceive things and allow ourselves to receive different insight, different perspective. And so, I like, a lot of us don't do that enough. And that's why I like the fact that you tell women, like, yo, have conversations with men. Because I tell men the same thing. Have conversations with women. We sit here and we talk amongst each other all the time about the other the other sex. Why don't we just talk to the other sex? Like, it's really that simple. And once you start talking to the other sex, you start realizing, like, yo, what? Yeah. That's how you think about stuff? Oh, I was wrong. I was listening to my bro. He was telling me this and that. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, I understand. Now I get it. And now that sticks much deeper than your bro saying something because this came from the actual source. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I can go back and forth with people in the comments because I'm like, yo, bro, you ain't going to go weird. We're not going to do this and you're not winning because I've got this from an actual source or I've right. experienced it myself. So what you're saying right now does not make sense to me because right. I know it's not true. But right. I also understand where you're coming from. You're coming from a place of trauma. You're coming from a place of, like, you have these maladaptive behaviors. So this is what you're spewing. But I'm telling you that that's not, that's not everybody. Yeah. Everybody isn't out to hurt you. Right. Everybody isn't out to, and it's just interesting because you see, these are the conversations you're having with men and these are the conversations I'm having with women. Like, sis, everybody ain't out to hurt you. You know, like there are good men out here. No, they're not, where, but where are they at though? Well, where are you at? Ooh. Because no, that's real. Like that's, that's an honest thing. Like, where are you? You know, mm. I, I get I get slack sometimes because sometimes women think I'm too mean and too hard on them. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just that's I had to the same things I say to women are the same things that I've said to myself. They're all in my journals, right? Like same things. Like, if you are not seeing any good men around you, maybe ask yourself, where are you? And I don't only mean physically in your environment, but I mean immensely mentally emotionally spiritually where are you because a lot of times you realize like if you if you would just relax cool on your ego because women have them too women don't like to talk about their egos but women's egos are actually way bigger than men's quiet as it's kept but if you just cool on your ego and just realize like the the verse the things that you want from all these good men you're not even there yet yourself so what are you chatting about you know but and it's just a reality of it and it's the same thing i could say for men for men who are like we're like, oh, where are all the good women at? Are you crazy? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> like, how are you showing up for these good women? Because they will, because let me tell you something. Good, healthy women who are walking in their purpose, who know what they want, who aren't, who have healed enough to know that, like, you know, this is not what I want. That's not what I want. You'll come across them. And from, from they see you, who you really are, they'll tell you to move from them. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. 
you know? So it's like, if you are always a, getting around and all you're getting is just, you know, waste gal here and, 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 and waste gal there. Well, maybe you're a waste man too. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Nobody wants to acknowledge that. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that self-reflection. A lot of people get on social media, right? They see these posts. Like, I put up a post the other day about uh, five reasons why I love, I will always love and support black women, right? Um, and I got, like, a lot of slack for that from, from men. Like, oh, you're a black woman, do this. Or a woman has done this to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, but you're, are you going to sit here and say you've never done anything to a woman? You've never, you've never done anything wrong to a woman, right? Like, we're always so quick to talk about how we've been traumatized and that we never talk about the healing that we're doing or the trauma that we've inflicted or how we're also supposed to be like responsible and accountable for our healing. Like, okay, you were traumatized. Now, okay, what did you do after that? Did you sit in it? It's okay to sit in it for some time. I'm not saying that you can't sit in it because we all need to sit in it and process. But what'd you do after? What happened after? Because if you yeah. just tell me you were traumatized, that means there's a disconnect. You didn't do yeah. the necessary work to heal, bro. Yeah. So you Absolutely. are gonna attract, you're gonna attract whatever you want to attract at that point. Absolutely. Come Absolutely. on, man. Come and on. the thing about it is that like, you know, everybody wants to be seen and heard at the same time. Nobody wants to wait their turn. So look, you'll be like five reasons why black women are beautiful and you should love them forever. And here comes a bunch of motherfuckers. Now because a black woman da, 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 and it's like, <laughs> okay, but not all like that's your experience. Like, do you realize how ridiculous you sound? Right. You know, and then more than that, this so we are, our community is mash up mine. But the point is, is like, Y'all have daughters. Like a lot of the same men who are in the comment sections yelling about black women this and black women that are yelling at other places. You have a daughter, you have a black daughter. Right. Right? right. The same thing with women. Like women, oh, black men, da 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 and shit. You have, you're a black sons, no man. Right, right. And so they're on social media with you. Like, here's the thing, there's no grown folks table on social media. Your kids and them are on here. Your picking them are on here, right? And so they see you and everybody else mm -hmm. talking this shit. How the fuck do you think they're internalizing that? Right. right. Right? If you're always running around and we'll take it, we'll 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 take it all the way general now where it's like if you're always around running around on the phone with your homegirls, men girl, men ain't shit. This motherfucker, that's why men are trash. Men are da da da. Men are this. And your son is in the background somewhere back there in his room. And you think he's playing these good video games, but he's listening because as kids, we're in the house. Right. Especially with mom and dad on the phone. We're like, yo, who, who are they talking to right now? We're listening. What right. do you think you're teaching your kid? And then more than that, just for every, because we all have a responsibility. These are not our kids. I didn't push no pick me out yet, but. I still have a certain responsibility to the to the kids that I'm sharing this platform with, right? right. And and in this world with. And so what are we teaching these these young boys coming up that they're not valuable? Right. That they have no place here, that right. they're worthless. What are we teaching these young these young girls growing up? Right. Right? That like to to continue perpetuating that? Right. Come on, man. Like at some point it's like Realize what you're doing and take responsibility for the words that are coming out of your mouth. Okay, man, like a black woman hurt you. Okay, do you want to talk about it? Because that one black woman is not all black women. 
Okay, a black man hurt you. Okay, do you want to talk about it? Because that one black man is not all black men. Mm-hmm. Man, man, you, you, know? you made such a good point talking about how our kids, and I say our because I don't have any kids, but the reason why I say our is because I feel like as a black community, we all have a responsibility for the younger generation. I agree. Whether, I agree. whether we birth them or not, they are all on earth and the things that we do affect them. So we have a shared responsibility to make sure that not only are they getting a better earth that they inhabit, but also we're teaching them how to be better than us. I right? agree. So when you talked about as a black woman, like the words that you say affect the black, the black boy in your life, or as a black man, the words that you say affects a black girl in your life. Yo, I agree with that so much. And I just put up a post the other day, I think it was Monday, where I said, black man, be a positive role model because that black boy is basing how he's going to be a man off of you. And then I also said, make sure you're treating your daughter as a king or the girl, the woman, like the, the girls in your life as, as, as queens, excuse me, because they are basing their relationships with men and boys off of their relationship with you. So that shared responsibility is there, whether you're a brother, cousin, uncle, aunt, niece, you get what I'm saying? Like it's, it is there. We all have a responsibility to make sure that our community understands how they should be treated or to correct some things that we, that we have in our power. So I, I love the fact that you said that. And then we also don't talk about enough how if the parents don't do the healing or if the family doesn't do the healing, now we are like, like we are continuing the cycle of passing down this trauma because now what happens is that black boy learns from his black his black mom that he ain't shit now he goes into the relationship well my mom always she didn't tell me directly maybe she did tell you directly or she 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 told you indirectly through conversations with friends or family she told me i ain't shit so i mean i don't really got nothing to, i don't got nothing to lose i'm getting this relationship i'm gonna cheat i'm gonna do all this other stuff because I ain't shit anyway. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And we don't understand how deeply rooted these things can become. Just like mm -hmm. words are so important. That's why affirmations heal. Like, I never believed in affirmations until I started trying them. I was like, whoa, these actually work. Yeah. Yeah. These actually work. Like, I used to get to the point, like, I'm on a, I'm on a little bit of a, I'm, di I'm, I'm diverging from the conversation a little bit, but it's important it's I talk about this because when I first started therapy, and I had all these like negative perceptions about myself, about me feeling like ugly growing up and like me not being confident in myself and all these kind of things. My therapist was like, well, you know, you should probably do some affirmations. And the way that you find good affirmations is by going online, look up affirmations and whatever affirmation you say, whatever affirmation sounds like disgusting or yucky to you, that's the one that you should pick and use. And I was like, damn, man. And so I read these affirmations and I'm like, oh my God, I hate this. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I got to use this one because I, I don't believe it about myself, right? Like, I don't believe it. Like, one of the affirmations was, like, you're human. It's okay to make mistakes. Right. Man, I don't even really, like, is it okay for you to make mistakes? So right. I was like, okay, you know what? I need, to, I need to take this one. Another one was, like, I am handsome. Like, my therapist told me to say that in the mirror. Yeah. Mirror work is so good. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. and, and she told me to say it in the mirror during the session, and I couldn't do it. And that's when I realized, like, yo, I have a problem. I can't even say I'm handsome to myself in the mirror. I really was hesitant. Like, mm -hmm. I really could not do it. And went through the process of, like, saying these affirmations and learning how to, like, affirm myself and give myself that love 
and I'm seeking out from everybody else because that's really what it is when we get into these relationships a lot of times like and we get into these toxic situations that people don't want to leave they are seeking it out they are seeking out the love and the affirmation from somebody else when we could be doing the internal work so that we don't ever have to find that external validation from people man oh my god 1000 percent. and i'm glad that you i'm glad that your therapist suggested that to you and i'm glad that you did the work you know because because that's what it's all about it's about doing the work and it's about trying and i'm glad that you said that it was uncomfortable for you in the beginning when you were like what the no you know because that's often how it is like it's super uncomfortable but once you push through wasn't that uncomfortability Mm -hmm. sure once you push through that (laughs) right then you you can you once you push through it once you know you could do it again and then it starts to get a little bit easier, a little bit easier until one day you walk by the mirror, by the mirror and you're just like, hey, fly guy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you're like, that's me. You're mm-hmm. brushing your waves and shit. Right. Music playing in the background. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're just like, that's me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really great that you did that. I, it's funny that you mentioned that, well, it's not funny, but that you mentioned that you felt like you were ugly and you had a hard time, you know, saying that you're handsome in the mirror. I did an exercise with my live squad. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all were in there. And I told them it was an exercise to for two things. One, it was initially to teach them to learn how to deal with it, rejection. Because I was like, y'all need to learn how to deal with rejection. This is getting a little bit ridiculous now, right? And so I told them to go outside and compliment 10. I think it was 10 was it that I gave y'all. I said, go to compliment 10 men this week. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what? And I was like, go outside and compliment 10 men to, mm-hmm. i don't care tell them that their shirt looked nice the, the buttons on their shirt match with the item tell them that they they, they they have a nice fresh lineup i said bet money you'd walk up to a stranger a, sh- a stranger guy and tell him that he has a fresh lineup he'd be like what me what? right you're like really right. yeah you know i got my hair cut today thanks so much <laughs> right like i was like so here is where it's a win-win situation because mm-hmm. one even if you you know even if he's like I have a woman or I'm not or whatever, you don't get a number, whatever, mm-hmm. you get to walk away feeling like, okay, yo, I did that. I got rejected and it was okay. And you gave, you made his day. Right. Right. Like, because there are so many men who do feel invincible out here. There are so many men who do, who, who it's easy to, to, to think that like, oh, men get complicated all the time. But I'm love that you said that because, you know, mm-hmm. some men, a lot of men go feeling out, nope, out, <laughs> Nice. outside <laughs> a lot of, yeah i really do send them outside i'm like go outside and tell somebody i look nice today but mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of men do feel like they're not seen mm-hmm. and that they are only um that they're only used right. right right and we have this conversation and it'd be women to be like yeah but we feel like we're used to and it's like yo stop we need to if we're talking about men we need to give the space to talk about men when we're talking about women we're giving the space to talk about women so when men are communicating that like yo we're having a conversation about men and what and that's another thing too because when you say the word men women's brains go and all they think of is all the toxic men that they've ever been with in their life their their abusive ex-boyfriend and it's like i'm not talking about them so now i've learned to preface everything with like healthy men right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah people need that for real. good men like you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's like at the end of the day like they want to feel seen and heard too right. again like i said at the beginning a lot of us if we would just talk to each other if more women would talk to men and more men would talk to women and realize we're kind of experiencing the same things just in different ways mm-hmm. and it's like 
if you have a healthy man in your life or you come across a man who is who is not being toxic or who's not whatever the case may be and he's talking i'm like just shut up mm -hmm. just shut shut up and vice versa and, yes but just like sh let him you will learn right. you will learn so much but because we like to bump our gums and it's like yo like you will learn so much if you do less talking and more listening and as a result he'll start talking more when he realizes that he gets to talk and so you get to learn a lot about him right, without right. having to pry things out of him right 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 and it's without without having to always be like mm, 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 mm. if you just make him talk a little bit it's good. Mm -hmm. and how did that make you feel right just like that and i'm like <laughs> wait a minute you care? Like, how did that make you feel? Tell me about the whole thing. I want to know. Mm. Go. You know? Mm -hmm. But we have to be willing to do that. And in order to be willing to do that, we have to start realizing that not all men are the same. Not all men are ex-boyfriends that hurt us. Mm -hmm. Not all men are whatever. And if you realize that you give a man space and he gets to talk and then you start realizing that he never returns, he never reciprocates that space, okay, now you know that like this is not a balance for me because reciprocation is needed and right. so you go on right you know you know one thing that you talked about first of all you talked about like you just described really well how to hold space for your partner in conversation which yeah. is really just active listening you tell me what you're going through and instead of me just discarding it right because as men we do it too sometimes like yeah. a woman will come home and she's like man, let me tell you about what happened with Rebecca or, 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 or Jessica. And then we're like, oh, shit. More <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I told you to stay away from her. Why don't you just listen to me, right? Yeah. One, first of all, the one thing that we're doing in that moment is like when we, when we give advice and we expect people to just automatically take it, we're stripping them of their autonomy. Like people don't always have to take the advice right. they give. But the point that I wanted to mention was talking about holding space it's important that you take an active role in that conversation. And by an active role, I really mean do nothing but try to let the, let the person express themselves, right? Mm -hmm. As long as you're in a space where you're, you're able to do that, right? Like if you're having a long day, I get it. Right, right, right. Space where you're able to do that, allow them to express themselves. Like right. my partner, like when she, when she starts talking about gossip, I'm like, yo, what's up? I want to know. I'm just like, I'm just interested. I'm ready. I'm like, yo, she did that? <laughs> like, damn, I can't believe she did Yo, that's crazy. I can't believe she did that. I'm, like, I'm waiting for the gossip. So yeah. he's, and we feed off of that. Like, it's entertaining for me. That's just me. Everybody's not me, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. not me. But for me, I'm like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Yo, and then what happened? Yeah. Like, and we, and we reference it back, and then we have insider jokes because of it, and it creates so much more chemistry and you connect so much more emotionally like you get that emotional emotional uh intimacy because you guys just know each other and mm -hmm. that uh, and, and your partner feels comfortable talking about what they're going through with you because they understand you'll be able to not only hold space for them but be able to give them some kind of relief at the end of the day and it, mm -hmm. isn't that all we want to we, yeah. well, we go through life, we're grinding, 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 grinding. I want to be able to come home and be comfortable. Y'all coming home, y'all can't even talk to your partners. What are y'all doing? Right, right, right. 
You can't even, and that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. Like you want to be able to talk to your partner. You want your partner to be able to receive you. You want your partner to be a participant in the conversation that you're having. One of the most, I think, soul sapping things that I've, that I have experienced with some men is like, I'm like hype about a situation. I'm like, yo, so let me tell you how, and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, right. On. You're going after that now. You're going. I'm like, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Right. I'm sorry. And he's like, or he, or he's like, oh, like I'm hype about something, and he's like, that's great, babe. And I'm like, can you please, please match my energy? But at the same time, it's something that I had to realize, like, yo, some people's energy are just not there, and if it's not a match, it's not a match. You know what I mean? But like, you, you want to have that. You know, you want to be able to like bounce off each other, man. You just, it's important. And it's important to, and like you said, like not obviously not every day if somebody's not in this space to receive it or to whatever, it's fine. But there has to be a balance. And I think that's something that people, when we talk about like how these, these relationships and communications, people think of it as like, oh, 24 7, seven days a week, 365 days a day. And it's like, fam. What's important is that like there's a there's an there's a good healthy balance, right? And so like eighty percent is you guys are like, you know, and then twenty percent is the reserve for like the whatever teams in the middle day and then whatever the right. case the bad days, the whatever days that I don't want to talk today days, whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Okay, so we got we got a few minutes, right? And I wanna ask just this one mm -hmm. question because I know somebody's probably gonna ask it. How do they create that balance when they're in that relationship where they feel like their partner is venting a lot or they feel like they'd like to vent a little bit, but they don't know how to, you know, start those kind of conversations. So how, I guess my question to you would be like, how would you create, like, how would you, what advice would you give someone that's trying to create that level of balance or that level of vulnerability in their, I guess, in their, in their relationship? Say it. Mm -hmm. Like say it. I think that honestly, a hundred percent of our problems could be solved if we would just open our mouths right? Like, just say it. Hey, it, I would really like it if, you know, you gave me some space to talk sometimes. I want to tell you some things. I want to share some things with you, you know? Like, how do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. Say it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love, I love the simplicity in your response because I tell people this. Like, I used to, I, I used to have these friends, right? They're cousins. And um, they would never really, they never really would get along. And I was friends with both of them. And I was just telling them, like, yo, why y'all talk to me about your problem? Like, am I, you get, like, am I missing something here? Why are y'all not, why are y'all not talking to each other, right? Right, right. It's just, like, it, for some people, I'm not trying to say this is that, like, some people just, they just don't understand how to have that conversation or they don't feel comfortable having that conversation. But a lot of times, like, we don't realize, like you said, yo, we can just talk to each other. Like 100% of the time. And especially if you're in a healthy relationship, your partner should be open, open and willing to have these kind of conversations about how you guys can cater the relationship to make sure that you guys are both comfortable. Well, a healthy relationship in, in would consist of communication period right so if you feel like you can't communicate in your relationship are you in a healthy relationship mm. right do you know what i mean like is that really the healthiest 
thing going on if you feel like you can't talk to you know how many times like I have women come into my lab and it's like how do I tell my boyfriend that I'm not comfortable I'm like tell him that you're not comfortable yeah like the the exact same way you said it, screenshot it the exact same way you throw it in here take a screenshot and say it to, like and I think that that's something too that we have to start looking at like what are we calling love what are we calling like what are we calling love? What are we calling relationships? What are we, why are we calling these things, these things if we are in them and it's not reflecting, right? Like you're in a healthy relationship, but you feel like you can't talk to your partner ever. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're really in a healthy relationship. <laughs> I don't know if it's really healthy. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to problems there, you know? Like, like just, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we want to reevaluate, you know? Absolutely. Like, if you guys are having that kind of problem where you don't feel... So, it's, it's... There are two things that could be going on. You may not be in a healthy relationship, or you may need to do some work where you feel more comfortable expressing how you feel. Because sometimes, it's not even a partner. Sometimes, it's... It's you. Like, yeah. straight up. I know some Agreed. people have good partners that just... Yo, they really want to help. They really want to figure out how they can be there. But the person is just not ready. The person is not in a space where they feel comfortable enough to talk about what they're going through or to talk yeah. about what their what their issues are. And it's really not the partner. Sometimes it's right. not the partner. Like, I agree. Truly, I 100% yeah. agree. And I know for, I can only speak for like a lot of women, because I'm a woman, so there's that. But mm -hmm. I know that like, a lot of women, instead of going to their, and this is wild, but instead of going to their man, they'll like pick up the phone and call their friends. So girl, what do you think I should do if he's doing this? What do you think that means? And it's like, ask him. Mm -hmm. Like ask your man. Mm -hmm. Like that's your man, man. You right. know, like ask him. And I think a lot of y'all, anyways, my audience know that I say this all the time. So it is what it is. A lot of women give each other really bad advice. You know, like super bad advice, like super bad advice, bro. Because like a lot of women are congregating with other women who aren't in their healing bag. And so they're operating and they're projecting and there's all this shit going on. And then two twos now, you know, you could say something as simple like, you know, girl, he usually texts me, you know, every day at two and it's 2.45 and he hasn't texted me yet. Girl, that's because he's fucking cheating. Please, you know, men can do it. And it's just like, what? No. And then you hand the phone and you're like, is he and then when buddy calls you because i don't know maybe he had a car accident or something happened right. right and then he calls you and then you're like so that's what were you doing you have like a whole attitude and it's like this is all unnecessary because you could have just been like babe usually you text him are you okay mm-hmm mm -hmm. man I, I i put up a post i said how to love a black woman how to love a black man the right way and one of the steps like one of the pieces of advice that i gave was stop listening to your toxic friends Mm -hmm. I, because we go to these friends and this is for both sides right like, yes because again like the whole like one of one of the big parts of the, this conversation that we've been having is yo as a man you should be talking to a woman as a woman you should be talking to men right. and also understand that everybody i want to add on to this you should also understand that everybody is not healing right so a lot of people are operating out of trauma right you go to rachel or you go to Richard, or you go to Terrell, or whatever the case may be, they got exes. Yeah, they got trauma, and if they yep. haven't done the proper healing, they are giving you 
the negative learned behaviors that yeah. got out of that, and they're packaging it up as yeah. advice for relationships. <clears throat> yeah. That's not gonna, what do you think gonna happen if you take somebody's negative learned behaviors and then start implementing it in your relationship that you wanna be healthy? That's yeah. not gonna work, bro. It's not, because people can only give you what they have in them to give, right? Mm -hmm. And so if somebody only has toxicity in them, that's what they're gonna give. If somebody is, is, is walking around bitter as fuck, right how are they how are they gonna know like how are they gonna give you right. like something that you need so if you are in a in a in a healthy happy relationship man like keep talk to each other in there you talk to each other that's got to be your bubble mm -hmm. it's got to be you know otherwise like a lot of poison can come in and 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 taint shit and ruin shit you know mm -hmm. and like you know i always say like healing doesn't have to be nobody's ever 100 percent healed right um, you know we are all still moving through life and some of us still have scars so we're not all 100 percent healed but there is a certain degree of healing that can allow you to say things like the other day i think i i posted like normalize saying to your friend i'm sorry i can't i can't give you advice on that because i'm not healed from a situation like that right like i can't advise you in the situation because i'm not i'm not in that space like normalize just saying that instead of just you know what i mean right, right. But uh, I think when, when two people are, are healthy and happy and they find each other, I think they should not tell anybody. <laughs> and I think that they should just, I think they should just stay together and like talk to each other all the time. <laughs> no, yeah. you need friends, like, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't think they should bring their problems outside anywhere else, you know? Absolutely. And, and you're going to have issues or conflicts are going to arise even in the most healthiest and happiest of relationships because you're two individuals coming together growing together and sometimes you grow at the same rate sometimes you grow a little bit separately and so you know adjustments are required right and one thing that i, I want to say before we get off is yo y'all can go to couples therapy too like that's yep one thousand percent I want to put my hands up on that one. Y'all can 1, And you don't have to, like, your partner doesn't have to be cheating or, like, y'all don't have to hate each other. Like, it doesn't have to get to that point for y'all to go to couples therapy. Like, maybe y'all just don't know how to communicate with each other properly. Yeah. Maybe y'all are talking over each other or someone isn't being heard or yeah. miscommunicating because y'all have different communication styles, which is a whole different thing. Like, yeah. maybe y'all just need someone to act as a mediator so that you guys can both get your feelings and thoughts out. Yeah. And y'all can reconnect and be able to, you know, go from there. So yes, couples therapy works as well. But you were gonna say something, go ahead. I was gonna say like couples therapy and also for people who can't afford therapy, because I hear this a lot. Every time I talk to people who go into therapy, they're like, it's too expensive, I can't afford it, I can't this, blah, 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 and that's valid. Mm -hmm. But there's also things that you could do like, you can journal, you know, you can get a couple's workbook, man, and you can journal, you could be like, okay, on this page is me, I'm writing you a letter, I'm writing you a four page, I'm writing you a letter about <laughs> 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 how I feel, mm -hmm. right, and then I want you to read it, and then you respond to what you think you heard in the letter, and how you feel, mm -hmm. right, that way there, I, nobody interrupts me. You don't interrupt me while I'm talking because I'm writing it out. Mm -hmm. And then I don't interrupt you while you're writing it out. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so real, uh, I know I said real quick before. We no, it's okay. I don't, listen, you can run over if you want. I ain't got no one to be. No, there. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I just wanted you to talk about, so I, like you have 
11 books, which I find absolutely amazing. Like, I, I, have, I have 12. I have 12. 12. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have 12. 12, 12 okay. books, right? You have 12 books, which I yeah. find honestly, like, because I wrote <laughs> one book the other day. Like, I wrote one, and I was like, whew. I ain't Congratulations. I ain't writing another one for a year. I'm good. Like, so please, can you talk to me about, okay, just like, what is it, like, what are, what are in your books? Like advertise them as if like I was someone that didn't know anything about them. Like what are in your books? Why are they helpful? How can they help people in relationships and stuff like that too? Because I feel like you talked about the workbooks and stuff too, but I feel like you have some good content in your books and stuff as well. And I want, you know, I just want you to, to share that with people. Uh, I like to call my books mini chapters of my life. Mm. Um, I write about my own life experiences and literally what happened, how I went through it and how I got through it or how I overcame it. I'm pretty candid in my books about everybody who's read my books know there's, there is an overarching theme in all the books of me taking accountability for my shit. Like it's, it's, I talk about, you know, the toxic relationships I've been through or, you know, at a place where I, I wasn't loving myself correctly and how I learned to love myself. But the theme is always like, yes, this and this happened and this and this person did this, but I also mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that. And this is how I got through it and overcame it. Right. So, right, yeah. I find that so like, like the, I would describe that as leading with vulnerability, honestly. Because yeah, I'm super vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. What you're doing in that moment is you're being vulnerable and you're allowing people to connect with what it is that you're experiencing. And that's the same thing, literally the same thing that I did in my book. Like literally, yeah. I had four chapters that go through my life and with the things that I've experienced. So like breakups, which is a big thing that as black men, we don't talk about. We don't talk about how we heal through breakups. Everybody right. like, bro, you don't need to be, you don't need to be upset about no girl, bro. Like, go get another one. Because having sex with right. other people is not helping me, right? Right. I, I talked about breakups. I talked about literally being depressed, suicidal ideations, anxiety. And then another big thing, which has a lot to do with relationships, is attachment styles and how we form, like, these relationships, how we love and connect with each other. So I love the fact that you, like, you call them many chapters of your life because that shows, like, yo, you're in there. You're in there being vulnerable and you're talking about also not just what went wrong, but how you take accountability for that, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm really big on that. And I call them mini chapters of my life because every book is in a different, a different stage of my life, right? Like I'm writing a new book right now and it's, it's me now, you know, and me now is not the same as, you know, 25 year old Cece who wrote letters to my ex. It's not the same. My vocabulary is not the same. My perspective on things is not the same. Like it's not the same. And my goal with my books is always to walk people through a journey of, you know, how far I've come and because of the inner work that I've done. You know, I, I always say, like, I walk my shit like I talk my shit. Yo, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't stand up here and I'm like, you know what you guys need to do? You need to do some shit that I've never done before, but I heard it's really good to so do it for yourselves. Mm -hmm. No, like, I'm really up here like, yo, I've been through this, yo, like, I had to face my today I had a whole conversation about like 
you know, my spiritual journey and the, the mirrors that I had to face realizing that I was toxic too, right. you know, right. and maybe I wasn't toxic like them, but I was toxic like me because the reality is if I wasn't toxic like me, if I didn't have toxicities in me, I wouldn't be attracted to and keep running back to the toxic people them that I kept running back to and being attracted to. And that was one of the hardest things that I had to come face to face with, you know, but I had to, if I wanted to move on to the next level of my life. Mm. Right. So my, my work really chronicles those journeys. There's always like a beginning, this happened, that happened. And then, you know, what I, did to make myself better and what I learned through the process. And I think that's so important. And listen, like I, you know, I get attacked every day because there's another woman telling me that I'm shaming myself or like you're teaching your, your, this really hurts victims. And I'm like, I'm not a victim. So maybe you feel like you're victim in some kiss, but, but me, I'm not. Okay. Like this is, there's a difference between victim blaming or whatever and accountability, bro. Like stop. Right. It's not the same thing. And if you want to continue congregating around the 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 victim water hole or water cooler, that's your business. Me personally, I like to grow and I can't grow if I don't take accountability for myself and my life because everything starts and ends with me at the end of the day. I am the common denominator. I am the one who chooses every morning what I I decide what I'm going to do. I decide if I'm going to run back to toxic or decide if I'm going to take the path and, and go towards the great things that I know exist for me that I just have to go get. Right. I choose. Right. So. Ooh, you preach it. Okay. This, this is the last thing I want to say. No, go ahead. You're fine. The last thing I want to say for all, <laughs> I just want to repeat what CC said, because I talk about accountability. And when I talk, I get the same thing from people. People are like, disgusted with accountability like people that aren't doing the work like they're disgusted with personal accountability yeah. like how are you telling me i gotta be accountable for healing when somebody hurt me right i've got that comment before how am right. i to be accountable for healing when somebody hurt me what you gonna do just sitting there your whole life then yep what is the alternative yep what is the alternative you have to do something about it you yep. got to do something about it. And that is take personal accountability for your healing and your work, bro. You yep. got to do that unless you want to sit in it for the rest of your life. And if that's okay with you, then you go ahead and you make that decision. But me personally, hell no, I'm not okay with that. Yep. I'm not okay with getting cheated on and not doing anything about that. Like not right. doing anything about my negative learned behaviors because at right. the end of the day, it's going to affect not just me, but also other people that I interact with, but more so me and my life and the, and, the, and the relationships that I choose and the people that I have around me and the quality of my relationships. All of these different things are affected by your trauma, whether you choose to believe it or not. You, We are all making subconscious decisions based on things that we have learned. Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah, like you have to do that work you have to take personal accountability you have to be able to be vulnerable and have these conversations man like yo i try to tell people this all the time man and i and i i love it when i hear it from somebody else because automatically i'm like all right cool they did it Boom. yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> you're like this is gonna be a good conversation okay <laughs> like, yes we are all gonna be pulling teeth great 
it's a real no it's a it's a it's a real thing and and it's funny i'm like watching you get like super passionate about it and i'm like i feel you because because i it's like the when you have done your work and you've come out on the other side you know you're just like guys come you want to be trust me you want to be on this side but like i can't i can't pull you here i can only inspire you to get here because you know your journey is yours you know there are details on your journey that are just for you because you have your own layers that you have to uncover right and i had my own layers that i had to uncover and they're not the same so like you really have to do your work like please just do your work you know but a lot of people feel like a lot of people are too busy pointing on the outside when they need to be pointing on the inside you know and a lot of people are too busy using their mirrors as like a superficial thing and it's like oh you know my hair look good my face look nice everything look nice but on the inside you're rotted you know what i mean like uh, on the inside it's just putrid because everything is 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 bleeding on something else there's this wound that never got healed so now it's bleeding over here and then this got cut there so now this wound is bleeding here and it's just like it's just a mess now you know i clean up mm -hmm. you know oh my god Oh my God, this has been, this has been great. This, yeah, no, this is really good. Yeah, this has been great. I just want to thank you for you coming on here and just being raw, being authentic, being yourself and us, you know, just having this conversation because we need more of this, man. Like we need people just being authentic and talking about the fact that one, healing ain't sexy. It ain't easy. I did those affirmations. I hated them, right? And that's not the only thing that I had to do that I hated, right? But it was just one part of it. But you gotta be able to move in that uncomfortability. You have to get really, as cliche as it is, you gotta get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because yeah. if you're not comfortable being uncomfortable, that means you're too comfortable, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You don't anything about it, like, yeah. truly. So I just, man. Yeah, woo, you, you have to really like, yeah. you gotta ask yourself, you know, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want for yourself? Mm -hmm. What do you want for yourself right now? And more than that, what do you want for yourself in the future? Something I always say to my audience. I'm like, yo, do you have you ever had a conversation with an 80-year-old woman or man and they're telling you about their life and there's sadness in their eyes? Like there's mm -hmm. you can see the sadness in their eyes and they're telling you, don't be like me. Right. Go chase your dreams. Right. Go do this. Go right. do that. Right? I don't know about y'all, but I've had those conversations with elders like that. And that shit scared the shit out of me. And I was like, I never want to, like, mm -hmm. I never want to be that, you know? You got to ask yourself what you want for your what you, for your life and then be it. Right. Right? Like, right. fucking be it, yo. Be the things, be the green flags that you want in other people. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, be the emotionally, like, available person that you want these men to be. Be in your purpose bag, be in, be in your, I always say, you know, we have five businesses, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and financial, like cater to your businesses, keep the lights on, yo. Like you have to build up your businesses and then you have to invest in all of them. Otherwise they don't work. Otherwise they get shut down. Otherwise the repo man come and take your kingdom. Otherwise, like, you understand what I'm saying? And us come and shut everything. Government's like, no, can't have it here. You're not paying your bills. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like yes. you have to, invest in yourself before you have the audacity to ask somebody else to come in and invest in you how mm. oh man you know this has, been, this has been amazing truly truly true you know you know who i would love to see you on live with actually i would love to see you on live with 
Imani. I love Imani. Yes, please, because Imani and I normally have the dating and relationship conversations, and she gives me so much. Like we were talking the other day about like she was she put up a post, and I'm probably gonna butcher it, but she put up a post where she's talking about she said it was two T's. It was uh, transactional mm -hmm. and I think transcendent relationships. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people have like transactional relationships because they haven't done the work and now relationship becomes, what can you do for me? Right. Transcendent, which is like, we are both operating in our full capacity. And right. A relationship work for us and we're, we're carving out space for each other. And it's more of a, it's more of a, not even really a give and take. It's more of a, I give and I know you're going to give as well. Like it's, Man, I just, I just would love to hear have a you know, I would just love for you guys to have a conversation because I feel Imani is super dope. So Imani, is, like I've I've never actually talked to her like in, but she's in my lives all the time. She's always in the comments and so she and then one time I went to her page and I was like, okay, Imani, you look good. Like she's 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 super dope and she always adds like really good. Mm -hmm. um commentary to the conversation i would love to do a live with imani one day actually i'm gonna start like doing i think this opened a box because i don't really normally do lives with people i don't really do collabs with, no i really don't okay just because like you know people are yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know exactly i know exactly where you Wait, I'm just like in the cut. I'm on my business. I do what I gotta do. I stay in my own lane, and I don't trouble nobody as long as nobody don't trouble me. I don't come for people right. if they don't come for me. Leave me alone. That's it. You know. Right, right. But as of recently, cause you know these people be trying to get clout and shit. You're just like, mm, man. I've had a couple of those where I just gotta say, yeah, you know, I'm not doing any, not doing any lives in the near future. So you know it. I'm not doing anything in the future. Right? Two twos, they see you on live the next day. They're like, I thought you just said, and you're like, anyways. But no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but late, but this was a really good conversation. And, and I, I, it's actually something that I, I wouldn't mind doing again. And I want to try to get into a little bit more. Yeah. I think it's good for communities and not just mine, for other people's communities too, for two people from different communities to come together. And then we can be a whole community, right? In, in that sense, in the social media sphere and i also want to have more conversations actually with men i think like i said at the top of this i think it's really important mm -hmm. that you know because i have conversations with men all the time but i think it's important to for other one i know what my audience base is mm -hmm. and i know i think it's important for them to hear these conversations mm -hmm. with men and hopefully it inspires them to have more conversations with men because i just don't know how I just don't know how people expect to have thriving relationships with the opposite sex when you're not even willing to have a conversation with them and you're not even willing to be like friends with them. Mm. You know? Let's talk about how some people, you know, man. I... Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't even know how to be friends with the opposite sex. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. man. Yeah, we, we yeah, we. I need to see you do more of these, and we definitely got to do a, a, something else because this has been, woo! I'm down, yo. I'm really, really down. And it's crazy. I heard, mm -hmm. no, I read. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of your posts, but I had I was busy after I, I but I saw it quick, that you're 24? Yes, I am. Turned 25 in December, yes. So, yo, when I seen it, I was like, oh, yes. I would have never thought that you were 24 years old. And I want to say this mm -hmm. as your elder. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> yes, but please go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> My elder, yes. Mm -hmm. As your elder, because mm -hmm. I'm 36, so I'm your elder right now. Mm -hmm. No, but I want to say that I'm very proud of you mm -hmm. because it is so lovely and refreshing to see a young man, mm -hmm. a young black man at that, yes. like in his healing bag, in his responsibility bag, in sharing such important messages mm -hmm. to other men and taking on the responsibility. And sometimes it's a bit of a burden to have, to take on that role in the community, the role of I'm gonna be the voice of, and I'm gonna be the voice of healthy communication. And I'm gonna go the opposite route because I'll tell you something, it is so easy especially on this social media platform, it is so easy mm -hmm. to see what gets likes and what gets clicks and whatever and decide to go that route, right? Like, oh, the drama, whatever, or da 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 or whatever. I might as well just be like, women ain't trapped. Women ain't shit. And I'll get all kinds of, you know, mm -hmm. the fact that you stick to what you're doing and what you believe in, mm -hmm. it shows that you have a lot of character and integrity. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really am rooting for you. And I really hope that you take this shit all the way wherever it is that you are divinely guided to go i hope that you go all the way with it and stand mm -hmm. 10 toes down in it thank you i appreciate that so much i appreciate that i received that honestly yeah like like for me honestly when i started the page the reason one of the main reasons why i started it is because i was seeing so much like toxicity in our community and i was just like yo bro like why are y'all sharing all this stuff like this yeah. is not helping us and yeah Share it as jokes, but we also don't understand how much, like, when we consume that stuff, how much it becomes, like, our subconscious and the way that we think and the way that we interact with people. So I wanted to yeah. create something that was the complete opposite, right? Yeah. I wanted to create something that, that's not just, like, hey, there's your here's your daily motivation for the day, but, like, yo, this is some stuff that has worked for me. So, like, honestly, I, I appreciate that. Like, honestly, I really do. Yeah, man. You deserve it. You deserve it 100%. So yeah, this is this has been this has been so dope. Thank you so much, Cece. You're so welcome, and thank you for inviting me, man. I appreciate you, and we'll do it again sometime. Okay? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. All right. You enjoy right. your um, night. You too. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. So I really hope you got some valuable insight, and I hope I helped in some capacity whether it be through the platform or the podcast. If you'd like to support for free, you can like this video if you're on YouTube, or you can share and subscribe regardless of what platform you're listening to the episode on. If you'd like to support monetarily, now we're talking, you can go to shop.expressyourselfblackman.com and get yourself some merch. We have a hoodie, we have sweatsuits, we have shirts, we have hats. We also have an ebook on how to heal where I discuss breakups, depression and suicidal ideations, anxiety and attachment styles. I go in depth about my story with dealing with all of those things. And then I explain how to heal in an easy guide. It's easy to follow. It's easy to go from reading to implementing. So if you're interested in that as well, it's in the shop. The book is called From Hurting to Healing, A Black Man's Guide to Feeling. So consider Support it monetarily, but regardless of how you support, I appreciate you. Hope you have a great day. Sometimes I know you feel like you ain't got nobody to speak to. Shoulder to lean on somebody you could preach to. No, you need to hear it, my brother. I love you. We got way too much to live for. We got way too much to live for. 
Tell me how you feeling, what? Since you know that you 